Welcome to Build with Rob. It is Rob Deerdeck, your host. You know what it is. I'm out here just manufacturing amazing, systematically fusing art, science, and magic. Living that harmonious, high-quality existence with my machine mindset. What can I design? What can I automate? What can I optimize? I like all the little words, man. I live it. I mean, you know, I, they all kind of like capture together in, in threes. Uh, art, science, and magic. Uh, design, automate, optimize. Time, energy, capacity. All of these little phrases, if you will, that ultimately end up being the philosophy that I live by that, um, you know, allows me to live a very, you know, happy and peaceful, amazing life. And and really, that's what this show's about. How can I share these different philosophies that I live through, experience, and can articulate and share? Uh, one of those is what I like to call the cycle of success. You know, everything kind of goes through the same sort of phase, you know, uh, same sort of five phases, if you will, you know, and, and no matter what it is in, you know, success is broad, right. And, and, and this sort of, sort of pathway to success, I think really can be applied to any and everything. Okay. These five phases of success, like, you know, could be applied to life, could be applied to business, could be applied to a relationship, could be applied to a job, could be applied to, to just about anything. And these five phases are as follows, and, and, and I'll get into them in a little bit more detail and use an, an example of a couple couple different things that I've been through scenario-wise that I've learned this this through. Now, I've, I've experienced it on so many different levels, but the reason I, I want to share this with everybody and, and just want people to think about it is success goes through a process. And if you understand what that process is and you're aware of the process as you are developing an idea, chasing a goal or a dream, and you understand that when it gets the hardest, that that is actually one of the core processes inside achieving something significant that you need to uh, really buckle down and grow and evolve through in order to get to the next phase to achieve the goal of success that you had set out from the very beginning. And, and, the, and the phases are these, right? It's, it's the first phase where it's really the assessment and the decision and ultimately you're going to do it. The second phase, which is really taking action, launching, doing it for the very first time. The, the third phase is, is the great test. It, it's the dark, hardcore, murky world of where now you are in it and you really are trying to figure out, what am I even doing? Is this? Can I do this? What do I? You're starting to see what you don't fully understand. And that, of course, is the zone where everybody quits. But if you make it out of that to the fourth phase, uh, you know, I like to refer to the fourth phase as the belief horizon, where like the moment you get there, it's like, like success is inevitable. And, and then really it is now you're marching with clarity on your way to the fifth phase, which is essentially you know, the success that, that you had hoped to achieve, which from that point, depending on what you are creating to be successful, if it's a relationship or a company, now it's sort of this perpetual evolution beyond that phase where you continually make it better and grow it and, and evolve it. 
or it is the, it, you know, if it's a finite goal, then it is, is basically you reaching and achieving that goal that you set out to in the first place. And for me, you know, I, I'm, God, it's, it's everything. It's every single thing, man. And, and, and make no mistake, like, you know, when you are in the idea phase of anything, I don't care what it is, like, it is always going to be amazing. It is going to be amazing when you are just like the limitless possibilities, the joy, the hope, the, the, the better future, like everything that's going to happen when you're thinking about something that you want to achieve and what you want to do. And, and now you've created a plan and, and it has so much value and who you are as a person and what the purpose of it is and what you can be and all these things like you're just extraordinarily excited. Like you just can't wait to do it. And for me, I'm extremely guilty of this in every single thing that I create. I, I, I don't know if I'm, I'm trying to get better and better at teaching myself to get less and less and gassed up at, at ideas that I have from the very beginning and spend more of my energy of thinking of all the things that need to get done and be thought through and prepare for the launch phase. Because it's so easy to get wrapped up in how amazing your idea is and like the glory of what that success is going to be when you finally achieve it in, in phase five of the cycle of success. You know what I mean? It's, it, it is where, you know, the energy is, you know, and, and, and I'll use like ridiculousness as an example of, you know, I read an article with Vinnie DeBona in the $500 million syndication business. It's like, oh man, I'm going to make a better, cooler version of this. This is how we're going to do it. We're going to strip out all the, the videos and make them faster and high pace. And it's going to be fun and cool. And, but, but uh, finally I can shoot a television show in a studio instead of uh, having to do reality shows where I got to either do it at my office or my house. This is just crazy and time consuming and painful. This is this easier path. Like I can reinvent this entire category. No doubt. Like it's going to shoot this thing. It's going to be way easier to do way, way more fun to do. And then it's time to put it together and do it right in. And, and that's that's the next big phase. Right. It's it's the launch phase and actually doing it. Right. So it's always amazing, exciting in phase one. In phase two, you still got that same energy. Right. Because you're like, man, here it goes. We're about to do this thing. Like, I don't care if it's a business, right? If it's a relationship, you know, and like, oh, like now it's getting more serious. You know, you finally meet someone now you're, now you're dating. Like now, now it's like, oh, this is, this is, this is going to be real, you know, whatever it may be, you know, that, that launch phase of, of bringing your product to market, man, it's, it's the most interesting thing because you're, you're immediately overwhelmed with all the, the, the realities uh, that ensue when you actually begin to pursue a big idea, actually take action uh, towards uh, success, right? Because like doing anything of significance, anything important, anything that really matters is inherently going to be hard. And, and when you do it for the first time, you just don't fully understand it and you don't understand how hard it is. You don't understand all of the layers that it will actually take to do it and for it to be successful. And, and that's really what becomes 
clear to you in the in the launch phase you know and 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 that's like it's disheartening in the beginning so it, it, you got to be prepared and, and and even as i say this you know this based off of almost anything that you've ever done before like you you know that the idea of something made you really excited and then actually going and doing it was really exciting to to take the action and be on the way and then immediately you begin to realize how difficult it is and what it actually takes to do that you know and and I think in the case of ridiculousness is when when we shot the pilot you know and man if you can imagine you know to this day it's still like so funny to me like to give you context of how old ridiculousness is and how long it has been on the air when i shot the pilot of ridiculousness it was a giant camcorder was where the screen was as if it was a screen inside a camcorder okay inside a video camera you know the stage was a giant video camera and to this day i will tell you when when we were developing the stage for the pilot you know, the network was like, make it fun, like Fantasy Factory, like the world's biggest skateboard. And I hand sketched literally like the worst video camera from like 94 and a hand sketch with like a little screen where the screen would flip out and the little camera. I hand sketched like literally terrible proportions. Like I don't like the eyepiece, like the way the lens was, was like it looked like a big trash can with a TV on the side. And shot a photo of it and sent it to the network. What do you think about this? They said, oh, that's perfect. We love that. And then the set designers recreated my terrible hand drawing of a camera trash can with the TV on the side. And that's what we shot the pilot on. You know, like that is how ridiculous, ridiculousness was from the beginning. And we got there at six in the morning. And began shooting that pilot at like eight or nine. And and we left at like 10 at night. We left at 10 at night. And I thought to myself, okay, that was horrible. That wasn't fun. That was like, was that even funny? Like, what were we even shooting there, right? It's like, so, I, you know, I launched into that thinking this was going to be so... Uh, incredible like this is going to be so fun and funny this is going to be so much better than shooting a reality show I can just kind of go and and now all the constructs of like like trying to like figure out do I tell jokes over these like do we do voiceover like trying to figure out the whole thing was just immediate to where like wow this isn't this isn't going to be as easy and amazing as I thought it would be. And is this really going to be a, a better version of America's Funniest Home Videos, a faster, cooler version? Or is this just some gaudy, like, group of homies on a stage, like, struggling to, like, figure out something funny to say around these clips and every now and then hitting a gem when we're just kind of freestyling, right? But that is sort of this unusual part of really beginning to understand like, okay, if you're really going to do this, this is, this is all the things that you need to do. Right. And so after, after the launch phase, you, you really begin to understand the the level of work and what it's actually going to, to take to be able to uh, fulfill the vision that you had from the very beginning and ultimately how you can take and create this idea 
and make it become the success that you had envisioned. You know what I mean? Because that's the reason you set out to do it in the, in the first place. That's the reason it was exciting. And now, man, now you enter into phase three, man, where, where it's the great test, you know, and, and this is, this is the darkest period in everybody's world as it relates to trying to, to create any success and at any level and anything you ever attempt to do in life. Because at this point now, in phase three, the reason the reason I call it the great test or in business, it's called the valley of death. You know, it's like really in, in this in this phase, you essentially are learning and understanding all aspects of it that you never contemplated when you had the vision to build and achieve this in the beginning. Like like you just are now faced with this much deeper understanding of how much you have to learn, how, how much more difficult it is than you realize. Like, and ultimately this is where the doubt begins to creep in, right? This is the phase where like you are getting tested and and you're going to be wavering in this phase. You know, it's like because the level of things that are occurring at this point are now like these things that make it almost not worth it anymore. Not as fun as you thought it would be. Not questioning whether or not you should be doing it in the first place, right? Like questioning whether or not you believe you can actually do it, right? Like it's that sort of doubt and all of these things that, that, that basically drive you to the edge of wondering like if you should even continue to do this in the first place happens in this third phase, you know, and in the third phase is where everybody quits, right? It, it just is where it is. You never, you don't quit before launch. You know what I mean? You you think it's going to work at phase one because you're, you're amazing and your ideas are great and, and you're filled with hope and all that at launch. Um, you begin to see how difficult as as reality sets in, but boy, in phase three, you're just like, okay, wow, like, do I even want to do this, right? And am I capable of doing this? Like, can I even reach the the goal that I set for myself, right? Like, can I even find the success? Can this relationship even work, right? And that is, if that doubt falls all the way to a place of no longer believing it can work, then you will quit. You know, I, I've said it a million times, you know, only people that lose belief quit, you know, and it's the truth that in, in these five phases, this third phase of ultimately realizing how difficult it is or how much you actually have to do to achieve it. And do you even want to do it? Do you even believe you can do it? will be the determining factor in this phase on whether or not you find success. Because, you know, if you begin to see what it actually is and you can begin to see like, okay, this is what I actually have to do in order to achieve this. And it can motivate you, energize you, uh, because in this process of chaos, you, you're, you're evolving and growing in a rapid way that can lead you to the clarity that gives you a much clearer path forward to what it's going to take to actually achieve uh, the success that you set out on, you know. And, and for me, you know, as it related to ridiculousness, when we launched it, it was like, man, this is just not fun. 
this is just not fun. It's taking all day. It's like, you know, not only, you know, was it a lot harder to shoot than I realized. And now they're forcing me to, to remember lines and come out to commercial. And now I got to reshoot all, all these things. And, and then, then now it's like, oh man, like, you know, we get through that first season and now I have to go into a, a booth and for those first 16 episodes, I had to like do a voiceover and a joke with writers in a booth. And it's like, like for hours for each episode, right? Just day in and day out. So now it's like each one of these episodes is taking forever to shoot. Then afterwards, you know, I got to this place where it's like, oh, do I even want to do this? Like, and now I'm in this booth all the time, like just all this thing, like then, then, you know, all of that is kind of pushed back to, to sort of the, um, the, the chaos of it hasn't even been launched yet. Right. So then, um, the show launches and it's like, you know, got this re energized on like, okay, like, let's see how the world accepts this. And then I get hit with all this controversy of, of the show ripping off other shows and like, oh, it's just a, a bad version of America's funniest home video. Like all these things, like all the, all the chaos of it. And it, and at that point, I really was like, man, do I even want to do this? Right. I, I remember specifically, you know, telling my CEO at the time, like, like, man, I just, it's not even worth it for me to do this. Like I'm now like some host, I'm like a host of a show, like, and all this backlash, like, like, like from Robin big to fantasy factory. And now I'm getting all this backlash and this, the show itself is so much harder to do. And I'm not like, I don't even want to do this. Like, do I even want to do this? You know? And that was my valley of death for ridiculousness. And, and, and ultimately it was like, is this thing even going to work? Is this thing even going to have long term potential? And, and really, you know, at the time it, it was in question, you know, it was really like, is this something that, is meant to be on network television or ultimately is this something that's that's sort of made for where it is born out of and be more of something that's that's for YouTube you know and and I think as I struggled through all of that I at least began to understand by watching it like no if this this thing's going to work like you've got to change the way that you shoot it to make it way more natural and have it have a much smoother energy and have it be a uh, flow to where it's it's more off the top and and way more in your voice and make it feel like it's just friends watching it and and you've got to change the way that you shoot the show in order to evolve the way you do it or else you're just not going to do it you know and that was that was sort of what was happening in in that sort of phase right uh before you get to phase 4 is is the special phase, right? Like phase four is what I like to call the belief horizon. Where like if if you make it through all of that, and then now you see a path forward uh, that you can actually uh, see how you can make this work, and and it can really really become successful. You become in, incredibly energized, right? And if if you can push it up. And, and get to, to, to that phase, there is this moment 
where it's like you no longer question whether or not it's possible. Now it's like how do you make it successful in a more rapid way now that it's completely clear to you? you you've almost gone through the fire in phase three and learned everything that you needed to learn and now applied that in phase four that now pushes you to this place where now you truly believe um, that you're going to make this successful and um, that it's going to realize not the vision you set out for and hoped for because you now have expanded into what it truly is and then really evolved and, and became who you needed to become to actually make it successful. And now you believe that not only can you make it successful, uh, but you will make, make it successful, right? And that, that is the, the power uh, of that belief horizon, you know, and, and, and for me, in the ridiculousness example, it was like when we finally began to, to, you know, build the shows much more efficiently. And now, uh, you know, we went from shooting, you know, one show a day to two shows a day to then shooting, uh, a show and in, in an hour and a half and then doing voiceovers right afterwards. And now you're doing these much more natural, much better flowing shows that are, that are now much more fun to shoot because, You've gotten better at shooting them and and now you're basically building and finishing a show right there in the afternoon. It's not as taxing as the show began to evolve and and grow and get better. It built its audience and began to scale and go way beyond you know the controversy that it kind of let out with and and really began to build the audience and now it became. Like something was was clear that, man, we keep doing this. This this is really going to make this really realize its potential and the vision that we had in the in the very, very beginning, because the fifth phase is essentially achieving that success, you know, and when you achieve that success, it's really just the beginning, because now uh, you've gone through the first three phases and now you have achieved what you set out to only it's completely different than you realize and you've evolved to a place where now you understand what it is and now you have the ability to make it better and better and better over time you know and and for me you know that's what really allowed you know ridiculousness itself to go through perpetual automation and optimization allowed uh, me to continue to evolve and make the show better and better, higher and higher quality. We, you know, getting better and better writers coming up with better and better segments, refining the voice even further, even optimizing how I would prepare and develop and shoot the show, which allowed us uh, to get to the point of shooting six episodes a day and shooting 252 a year. We're shooting 16 in the first year was enough to make me quit in the very beginning. And again, it's an unusual example, but it, it is it is true in anything that you would ever set out to do that you would hope to find success in. It will always go through the same five phases, the excitement and the joy of the idea, 
the energy of launching it and beginning to see that you may not be fully uh, aware of how hard it is, then getting into the third phase and seeing that this is really hard and really beginning to understand how much it's actually going to take to achieve it. And you're like, mm, this may not be for me. That is going to be the place that you quit. Uh, but if you make it out of there, you see where you're heading, you make it to the fourth phase, you now have clarity that's going to push you towards the fourth phase, which is ultimately the belief horizon. Because if you cross the belief horizon, you now know in your heart of hearts and in your soul of souls that you're going to achieve this and make, make it successful. In the fifth phase, boy, you did it. You did it. You actually achieved the success that you set out and had all that energy from the very beginning. But make no mistake, whenever you achieve the success that you envisioned from the very beginning, it's going to be 10 times as dynamic, more complex, and more amazing than you ever thought when, when you initially put that vision together in the very beginning. So just know that. Just know that as you uh, set out in life to, to achieve anything and find su success and whatever it may be, that you will always be going through those five phases. And if you're aware of them, you will always understand them while you're in them and be able to persevere and ultimately continue pushing towards that, that great reward, which is the, the success you set out from in the very beginning. All right, there you have it. The philosophy of the cycle of success. Again, thank you all for tuning into the show. Uh, wherever you're listening to the show, like and subscribe, comment, be a part of our universe, check out our brands, check out our foundation, be a part of the show, all that at DeerDeckMachine.com. And, and of course, you know what I'm about. I'm about uh, allowing the world to reveal itself to me, allowing myself to keep thinking till I create the right plan to find a pathway to that revelation. And then put in everything I got to realize that path. Until next time, see it, believe it, do it.